Hey there, sis. Welcome back to the pod. And I hope you have had a fantastic weekend. Today, we are talking about a topic that I just keep hearing about from my community, from the women that I serve. And I know that today is going to bless you. Our bodies change, our worth doesn't. And today we are diving into what is your freedom point? What actually is a freedom point and how to find it for yourself? You'll want to grab a notebook and pen for today's show. Hey girl, welcome to the Her Best Self podcast. I'm Lindsay Nickel, former competitive figure skater and perfectionist, turned God-led imperfect boy mom and digital CEO. If you find yourself constantly thinking about food and wondering if you'll wake up one day free from the obsessive thoughts and behaviors controlling your life, then I've created this podcast for you because I know exactly what it's like to be a downright hot mess trapped in the destructive cycle of disordered eating. I finally found freedom and you can too, girlfriend. So if you're ready to heal your relationship with food and body and break the chains of control and show up in your best health, then grab your favorite Tarjay journal and let's get to it. So you can start living your best life as your best self. Welcome back. And I just want to say that last week was the National Eating Disorder Awareness Week and there was so much love, y'all. The community was full of love. And if you're not part of our Facebook community, you'll want to go to Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery. You can find our private group. It was full of love. And I shared statistics that were so important for so many to understand when it comes to unhealthy relationships with food and body, how to help support someone that has that unhealthy relationship. And of course, if that person is you, how to not stick to being a statistic, how to get out of that. And it was really great. It was a week of celebration, a celebration of recovery, knowing that there is hope, knowing that there is healing. And so to end that celebration, I did share that I was going to be doing a free coaching session and support group. It is going to take place on Monday, March the 6th. And we are doing it at noon Eastern time, which depending upon what time zone you're in, again, it is going to be Monday, March the 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. That is 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And if you are in another continent, I am sure I can look up what that conversion is for you too as well, friend. But if you want to join our free support community this Monday, and you might be listening to this show today, and it might already be over, and that's okay too. We're going to have multiple different ways that we can work together in the future. But today, I just wanted to do something to give back to all of you who have been reaching out and just celebrating And this is going to just be a place to come together with other women who are going and navigating through the recovery process and trying to get to the other side, essentially, of this unhealthy relationship with food and their body. So I encourage you to join us. You can find the Zoom link over in our Facebook community, Hope and Healing for Eating Disorder Recovery. Now, let's get into today's show. It is a really, really good one because I keep getting asked, whether it is with my coaching clients, 
or whether it is in our community. Just how am I supposed to know how to navigate my weight and am I going to continue to gain a bunch of weight or am I going to blow up when I'm trying to set healthier expectations and behaviors on my life? And will it ever end? And the truth of the matter is, is that you likely have a body ideal, okay? You have a vision of what you view to be perfection in a physical appearance state. And the sad news is disordered patterns and obsessions. They lead us down to disordered paths and places. Ultimately, leaving you with this false sense of what you think or what you believe is your ideal body and your ideal truth. I wanted to talk today about your freedom point. And you've probably heard of this concept. You've probably heard of the ideal weight for your body. Professionals will basically say the BMI scale relative to height and weight metrics, okay? And this is used from a standardization point of view to generalize what someone could weigh given certain proportions. But all bodies are different and all bodies are good. And likely this false sense of body ideal or this vision of what you view to be perfection is not even realistic. With that in mind though, I don't want you to shut me out because I've been right where you are. And I look back in my journals and I will talk about this so often in the podcast if you've listened to any of the previous episodes. I go back today to my journals because in my journals is when I felt the healing begin. It was a process in the point of my recovery with navigating that freedom state where I knew I no longer wanted to be where I was, but I didn't know how to get myself out of it. So I would write, yes, I have a degree in journalism, but It is one thing that I just felt so freeing was to constantly just write, to get my thoughts out, to get my feelings out, regardless of what those things were. And going back into my journal, I realized that almost every single entry has some sort of fear tied to, I'm going to gain weight and I'm going to hate my life and I'm going to hate my body. And why am I doing this? I would literally write about that fear. I will talk a little bit about intuitive practices and how I healed myself and how I got help for myself. And that framework is exactly what I use with my recovery coaching clients today. But if you've heard of that ideal body state for your weight, when navigating freedom from disordered eating, the first fear that I always hear is I'm scared I'm going to blow up. I'm scared if I eat normally, I will forever gain weight. This, my friend, is just simply not the truth, okay? And we're gonna get to six different steps of determining what is your freedom point, okay? So that is gonna be very tactical for you today. So you're gonna wanna make sure that you pause me or you come back to this episode because it is going to give you some freedom to refer back to these six different steps. Let's dive right in. Even though you still have fears, that's okay. You can still press on to the future of where you want your life to be in midst of feeling that fear. Fear, and I've talked about this in a prior episode, is false evidence that's just appearing real and it's coming out from your beliefs, your preconceived perceptions, 
these body ideals or visions along the way of your life where maybe there was a pivotal moment in your life like mine where someone made you feel unworthy or you felt unworthy and you tied that satisfaction and controlling your food and your body. You tied it back to a sense of, I'm not good unless I can create an accomplishment. And that accomplishment looked like restriction or that accomplishment looked like controlling your food behavior, okay? You can still have those fears and you can still be with me. You can still be present. You can still be pressing forward you can still press forward to a future of freedom and you can find what I call your freedom point. So what exactly is your freedom point? Now, your freedom point is really the place that your body settles once you're truly free. It's that simple. It's the place that your body functions at its best. The place your body is at when you're no longer restricting, withholding, purging, binging, or over-exercising, list goes on and on, when you're no longer experiencing behaviors or doing these behaviors as a way to control your food intake or as a way to control your body or maintain your weight or lose weight or try to figure out your weight as a way to manipulate your life. That is your freedom point. There are six different steps that I have today for you, friends, of how to find it. Step number one, remember your heaviest weight. I want you, yes, this is what I want you to do. I want you to remember your heaviest weight, okay? And I want you to remember the details of that point in your life. Maybe that point in your life is now. Maybe the point in your life was five years ago. What was your heaviest weight that you've ever been, your heaviest gravity point on this planet? What season of life were you in? What age were you? Where were you in your disordered behaviors? And then step two, I want you to do the exact same thing at your lowest weight. I want you to remember at what point in your life were you at this weight and what behaviors were you doing to get to this point, this lowest weight for you. And I want you to jot down your age. I want you to jot down what point of your life you were doing this. And we have to go back and remember these things, right? So I want you to think of two ends of the spectrum. Step one, remember your heaviest weight in your lifetime. Step two, remember your lowest weight and the behaviors associated, okay? Step three, I want you to play out this worst fear in your mind. I want you to lean into the fear. If you did zero exercise, if you did zero movement and you sat and you ate all day long from morning until night, how much do you think you may weigh? I want you to play into the fear because we're gonna dissect this and we're gonna go into the truth, okay? Because fear will keep us stuck. Fear will keep us in our mind safe. In our eating disorder brain, it will keep us in the same place. But friend, you wanna get out of this place, right? In order to do that, we have to escape what's holding us back from our freedom. And finding your freedom point and accepting that in your mind is gonna be a really great first step because if you're anything like me and a lot of my clients, you're very logical, you're very smart, you're very high achieving and you know all of these things. And so thinking about this realistically and separating what is the honest truth and playing out your worst fear is really going to help you. I want you to play out your worst fear. And then I want you step four, to play out the exact opposite. If you continue down your eating disorder path, 
and you were to completely be just in this bubble of disordered eating and obsession, what might you weigh? What might you weigh? So step one, remember your heaviest weight. And at what point of your life were you in? Age, details. Step two, your lowest weight. And at what point of your life? Age, details. Step three, play out your worst fear. Play out if you did zero exercise, zero movement, and you ate all day, how much weight would you gain? And then play out the opposite. If you got even trapped even more into obsessive behaviors of food restriction and unhealthy disordered eating patterns, how much do you think you might weigh? Now, number five, I want you to remember a time when calories didn't exist in your mind. And when you ate when you were hungry and you stopped when you were full, what was your weight? What was your weight? And maybe for some of you, you've been dealing with this for your entire life like me. And so maybe that's hard. Maybe that question's really hard. It's hard to go back and go, oh my gosh, it's six years old and eight years old. I mean, what was my weight? It's not relative, right? Because you're an adult now. And I totally get that. But where I'm going with that question and that step is for you to dissect that intuitive eating principle. And that's what we ultimately wanna get back to. Because the truth is, you're not gonna sit around all day doing nothing, eating from morning until night. That's just untrue, okay? So let's get to our final step. Now, I wanna take all that data, all of the stuff that you wrote down, and I want you to explore what is true from what isn't. What makes something true is that it is a fact. It is a fact. It is what it is, right? Fact. All bodies are different. All bodies have different set points. Another truth is that feelings aren't facts. Thoughts aren't facts. So what you may feel may be your right weight or your perfect weight doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean it's so. This is an example of your mind trying to keep you safe and stuck. But girlfriend, your body is smarter than your brain and it can heal itself and it can thrive. Now, if you've listened to my disclaimer in my show, you know that I am not a clinician by any means of the trade and I don't pretend to be. And when you listen to this podcast, you know that this is my heart and my story and my experience that I'm sharing with all of you. So I'm gonna preface with that because I wanna talk about when it comes to the recovery process and when it comes to healing our relationship with food, many professionals out there, they will tell us that we have to be a certain point, that you have to be a certain target weight in order to be healthy, right? We even see that in the healthcare system. You're not diagnosed with certain mental health illnesses, right? I.e. certain eating disorders like anorexia, unless in the DSM-5, you are underneath what equates to the BMI scale. I want to talk a little bit about the target weight point, okay? Because this is different in my mind than a freedom point. So a target weight point can be just another checkbox for many people that are going through this process. And I see it time and time again. It's like another accomplishment for our eating disorder brain and our disordered distortion with our body. And what happens when you set a target point, while it can be good initially, right, to help encourage someone to start practicing behaviors that are going to increase your gravity point per se, what can happen is what happens when you reach that target point? Do you finally magically become healed? No, 
No. And a lot of people can go right down back the path of those behaviors that got them to an unhealthy place in the first place if we're not finding and reaching our freedom point. But I talk about and believe in the freedom point. For me, numbers were so obsessive. It didn't matter how much treatment or therapy I had. I had to learn to practice what now I call the Thrive Theory. And if you're a coaching client with me, we will talk about this in our sessions. But the Thrive Theory is what I believe is when you're nourishing your body and you're healing your mind and you're allowing yourself to thrive. It's what I call being your best self. And this is the process, this is the framework, this is the healing skills that I used to navigate myself. Your brain wants to keep you stuck. And sometimes you can be measuring yourself against standards or just another measurement. And so you're checking off a box. And now that we have all that data, right, of what was your heaviest weight and what was your lowest weight? What's your worst fear with being your heaviest? How heavy do you think you could ever be? And how low do you ever think you could go if you continue down this awful path? Now that we have that data, I really want you to separate that from what is true and just what isn't true. And this is what I call the Thrive Theory because what is true is when we nourish our body, our body is smarter than we think our body is. Our body's primary reason of existence is to keep us alive, okay? And our brain is to keep us safe. And when our brain has been malnourished, it doesn't function properly. And so you're not even thinking properly. So when you think about these allowing your freedom point and allowing your body to thrive by adapting healthy intuitive principles and healthy coping skills, this is when you are no longer participating in any form of food control. When you can no longer participate in that food control, you can experience self-healing on a level that you won't experience if you've never experienced disordered eating. That is my, like, let me get on my soapbox because that's how I personally feel. I feel that those who have navigated the sense of self-healing, it leads to your ultimate best state. It leads to your ultimate best self. A self where the number on the scale is irrelevant. Irrelevant. Because the truth, the facts, the data is separating the false sense of what you're perceiving as true, your likely body ideal vision in your mind. But friend, where did that even come from? Where did that even come from? What I have learned and practiced is this thrive theory. And when I say that, it's allowing our body to thrive on the best things will create that synergy between the nourishment of your body and the healthy healing that happens in your mind. When we create that, that's where freedom explodes. That's your freedom point. Because the fact is, a malnourished body is a malnourished body. And it doesn't matter what the scale says. The false truth is that weight gain means you failed. Because that's simply not true. But the fact is, your body knows how to heal itself. And honestly, friend, it's your mind you need to convince. With these six steps, I just want you to lay it all out on paper. I want you to look at this because I really feel that you are going to find some freedom 
you are going to find some clarity. And if that's not enough, if you need some more truth, if you need some more facts, because you're still sitting there and you're saying, okay, Lindsay, I've got the spectrum. I've got my lowest point and I've got my highest point. And you're saying my freedom point is probably somewhere in the middle. That is where I'm no longer experiencing these unhealthy behaviors. And I'm allowing myself simply to be simply to be, to exist, to function, to nourish, to enjoy getting out with friends and exercising and not doing it because you're trying to burn calories and to enjoy going to that barbecue with your husband and your kids and to enjoy doing this with your mom as you're shopping, right? Like whatever it may be, that is your freedom point. The place where that synergy occurs, where you're nourishing your body, healing your mind, and you're not obsessing over controlling anything as it pertains to food. So while all this might sound super fluffy and you're like, okay, well, I know my freedom point because obviously it's in the middle of my lowest and my highest, and maybe that's right. I just want to assure you, a research study in the International Journal of Eating Disorders talks about the long-term weight trajectory of individuals in recovery from both anorexia and bulimia and looks at basically 22 years of a lifespan. This study was done in 2017 by Murray, Tabri, Thomas, Herzog, and Franco, and Eddie, and you can find it, and I'll link it below in the show notes. But results from this study looking at 22 years of those who were navigating recovery from eating disorders suggest that the likelihood of continuing to gain weight after recovery is very low. Get this, get this, lower than the rate of weight gain in people without histories of disordered eating populations. And why do I say that? Why is that so much truth? Well, for one, researchers have done research on this, but body size and your weight is actually going to stabilize. Friend, your freedom point is the point where your body simply is free. It's going to stabilize. Your weight is gonna distribute evenly and it's really just a matter of continuing to nourish it, to flourish it, to create a place for yourself to build trust in the process. So after a while and a period of time where you experience regular eating patterns, right? And what does that look like? I'll have a whole episode on intuitive eating. If you, if you don't know anything about intuitive eating, I can't wait to share that with you. But essentially looking at the way you ate when you didn't have any unhealthy relationship with food, you ate when you were hungry, you stopped when you were full, having a lifestyle where you have those behavior patterns, which are healthy. It is impossible friend for you to blow up. It's just not a fact. It's not truth. That is your mind trying to keep you stuck, trying to keep you safe, trying to keep you in a box of your comfort, of your eating disorder brain. Do not let the fear of what life could be like dictate your future any longer. I'm gonna say that one more time. Do not let the fear of what life could look like dictate your future. For me, I was never gonna be thin enough. Yet when I had opportunities to look at myself in the mirror at my thinnest and my worst, I was still disgusted. And what does this tell me? I had my weight trapped in my sense of identity. I had my weight trapped in my sense of self-worth. Do you have that too? Do you believe that the number on a scale defines you? 
Go back to episode five, worth isn't found in the perfect weight and why I don't weigh myself. That will be a great, wonderful episode for you to listen to after today's. In order to find your freedom point, you have to get to a place that your body functions at its best, a place where you're no longer exhibiting unhealthy behaviors. And that doesn't equate to a number on the scale. And that doesn't equate to gaining a certain amount of weight. That equates to where your body wants to be, simply to function, to be alive, and to live your best life and your most healthiest self. And in order to do that, it's really important that you take a look at why you're so scared of gaining weight. Why? Because I can almost promise you that if you peel back the layers of why, none of your reasons are true. None of your reasons are certain. The real question that I want you to take away from today's episode, after you've gone down those steps, go down those steps and then ask yourself, can you trust the process? If you knew, if you could wave a wand and you knew that your future could be better than your present, if you knew that you could have the life of your dreams that you can only imagine, would you trust the process? That's what I'm offering you today, friend. Trust the process because I can promise you it's so much better than living in this place. There is hope and there is healing if you trust the process. All right, girl, I just want to leave you with one more thing before we close out today's show. If you are new around here, you may not know that I do personalized private recovery coaching where I work with you to navigate your journey to food freedom where I work with you to help you build a life that is your best self, where I work with you to break the chains of destructive behaviors that have been having a hold over your life. And we work together to build healthy coping mechanisms and intuitive principles that are gonna navigate you and create the real you, the you that hides behind all of this mental jargon that has been leaving you trapped. Bodies change but your worth doesn't. And today I hope if that is you, if you're looking for some help and support, that you will reach out to me, info at lindsaynickel.com. I have got a slot left this month to bring on another lady. And maybe you're listening today and you know that that is you. You know I'm speaking to your heart. I want you to send me an email, info at lindsaynickel.com and ask about my coaching services. And we will get on a coach consult, a free discussion, a free chat, just me and you. And we'll talk about how I can help support you. And if I can't, I'll talk to you about how you can move from there. Girl, I hope that you have a fantastic week. And I just wanna encourage you today. You do have a freedom point. Now go and explore what that might be. Trust the process. And I'll see you next week. Oh, friend, thank you so much for letting me share what was on my heart today. My hope for this podcast is to help more women find freedom from food and body. If this has empowered or blessed you, let me know. I'd be honored for your rating and review of my show, and I'd love to connect with you in my private Facebook community. You really can move from perfection to purpose. Let's break the chains together. I'll help navigate the way. Until next time, bye for now, girl.